On this episode of Buena Vista and Main Street, there's lots that you can see in the line, so it's fine. It's fine. Everything is fine. <laughs> when don't you need a Jedi robe? That's maybe maybe the better question. Let's start let's start dressing the actual characters that should be wearing pants before we attack Minnie. So keep your arms and legs inside the ride vehicle at all the times, and here we go. Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, good night. Hey. Hello, good day, welcome. Uh, this is like my standard greeting now. I just can't change it. It's what's become. Ever since like the third episode, I think. I, I think it was the third or second. It's That's been the opening, yeah. <laughs> it's... <laughs> we just went with it and we kept it going. So now here we are, 22 episodes Long- in. <laughs> Long time listeners, like I can't epi- and open an episode without it now. That you would right. complain. Exactly. Um, welcome to our this episode of Buena Vista Main Street. We decided we we're going to do uh, talk about something that we said we were going to talk about and haven't talked about yet. Back no. last last season, last season one of Buena Vista Main Street. Yeah, um, and that would be Galaxy's Edge. We said it needed its own episode or two, as we were just talking about it today, um, because. We, as a family, as sisters, as human race people, I don't know what that really means. <laughs> We're big Star Wars fans and always have been. Um, almost as big Star Wars fans as we are Disney fans since we were... We. We, we lasses. <laughs> I was going to say we lads. And I knew that one's going to be correct. <laughs> we lasses. Um, since we were young, we used to watch it religiously as you know if you've heard about us talking about even the Ewoks movies yeah big fans of the Star Wars so we thought we needed to give it a a good adieu when we're talking about it um, when we do do our virtual tour of Disney World we probably won't talk as much about Galaxy's Edge again because it's just a repeat of they are at this point identical to each other so yes no, they're the same. I mean, they're still amazing. <laughs> so whatever park you go to, you you it's you have to go here. Yeah. Highly recommend them. Even if yeah. you're not a Star Wars fan, you're going to enjoy the time. Yeah. Um ever so much. So highly recommend it no matter what. So this last time pre-COVID, our last travel before the world ended. Just closed down. Before the world closed down is maybe a bad... The world hasn't ended. It's still going. (laughs) Okay, it's still there. The last trip before your travel ended. Okay, that's what we should say. Yeah. We went to Disney World. No, scratch that. We went to Disneyland in California. (laughs) Not Disney World. No, yes. We went to California. And uh, if you've listened to us before you know that we did this and in this trip then for would have been our first trip to galaxy's edge with the fam jam yes. and everyone it was jeff's first time jeff's first time so my boyfriend jeff's first time to disney ever and he loved it um but then we 
also our first time to Galaxy's Edge. So, um, yes. we'll start. It was our first place we went on our first day. We it was that big of a deal for our family. We had to go to Galaxy's Edge right away when we got there. After we did the old old routine. No yes. longer routine, right? Yeah. Of having to uh, get your boarding group for yes. Rise of the Resistance. So Rise of the Resistance. Re- I just said it with a French eye. Rise of the Resistance. Rise of the Resistance. <laughs> As if it's like some sort of French couture or something. Rise of the Resistance. Rise of the Resistance um, was Brand, almost brand new at that time, still pretty new at Disneyland. We had to get boarding groups to ride it. Yeah. So getting in the park, the busiest of park I've ever seen in the mornings ever. Um, yeah. Standing around, um, reading all the inside materials before we went about how to get our boarding group. So things like being on the Wi-Fi or not being on the Wi-Fi, standing close to people, standing far away from people. Everybody had their inside tip, right? I feel like. Yes, absolutely. Go closer to Tomorrowland. Don't go closer to Tomorrowland. (laughs) Maybe you should be, don't go to Main Street, be in the hub because that's better. Have more than one phone just in case. So, if you uh, didn't have to get this experience, if you never had this experience, uh, you had to have your phone out with everybody in the park, scanned into the park, their tickets on your phone, and then you could, at exactly 8 a.m., you could go in and it's like winning the lottery almost, is what it felt like. You could see whether or not you could get a boarding group for Rise of the Resistance, and what number it is. So they started, like, the first group, and they went up to whatever they thought that they could fit in one day as boarding group numbers. Yes. So here we are as a fam jam, hanging out in this hub, because we heard hub. Not on the Wi-Fi, because we heard that was bad. Yes. (laughs) Standing around, waiting, and everybody's waiting. Like, the park is full at mm. the hub people are just looking at their phones i i will uh post a picture i took a panorama of everyone just standing around um i'll make sure to post that with this episode so you can take a look on instagram um so we have our all of us standing around well i was standing around because i was uh one of the phone people me and my brother-in-law jonathan were both boarding group phone people so our goal was trying to do this every day because at least we would get it on it once, right? That was our goal. Just once. Yeah, just once. Yeah. We got on it multiple times, but we got on it the once. Uh, at least once. So we would do it and then have someone had the countdown. Someone else had like a countdown till exactly the time you refreshed, kept refreshing, but don't refresh too much. That was a thing. Because then you can miss it if it's refreshing in the middle of nine o'clock. So you just wait. <laughs> All the the ins and outs. So many rules, yeah. <laughs> they still do uh, Ratatouille at Epcot is still doing boarding groups, if I can recall correctly, or they were. They stopped, but anyways, eight o'clock a.m. hit and everybody was silent because everybody's like, 
hushed tone silent when they're everybody's like the anticipation of it all and then all of a sudden what happens Manda? everyone just starts cheering it's like the most craziest thing i've ever witnessed like it was like a party for nothing like if you were just if you had no idea what was going on and you like walked in at that moment and then all of a sudden you just heard people cheering you'd be like what in the world is going on because there's like nothing happening but everyone is like staring at their phones right so and in the, the Disney like way you're like with your group but you're kind of seeing what everybody else is doing to see and then as soon as you get your boarding group number at the time you're not like share it with everybody oh i got this number oh i got this number and i got this number like what boarding group number did you get you always want a lower boarding group number because there's a better chance of you riding rise of the resistance yes because there were times when it might break down or they had too many boarding groups so then you wouldn't actually get to ride it no matter what so you always wanted the lowest number so our first morning trying it we got a low number mm-hmm. of 32. We got 32. I think we got 32. Yeah. Something like that. And we thought that was pretty good. We we're like, woo, we got 32. I think our next morning, though, I think we got 17. We got lower the next morning, but um, we got 32, which was pretty exciting. Yes. We, we were thrilled with our boarding group number, put it that way. Yeah, exactly. Especially because we really wanted to ride it on the first day. Because we had literally been waiting for two years, or however long it was. It was probably longer than two years, but to go to Galaxy's Edge. Like, we we were literally, like, on our last trip, my husband was like, we don't need to go back until Galaxy's Edge is open. And yeah. so we waited like a long time, like a year maybe in between trips just to like wait until Galaxy's Edge years. was open. Yeah. Because we wanted to wait not only until Galaxy's Edge was open, but we knew that they were opening only with the one attraction and we wanted both attractions. So right. we even waited yeah. a little bit longer so we could get both attractions in. Um, because for our family, it was the that big of deal we had seen it being built too right so every time we had gone for the last little bit like you're on big thundy is the best place actually (laughs) surprise surprise that was the best place to see everything um from inside the park and every time you're on big thunder you're like hey look over there like let's look at this or you like you'd see hints like on the internet and stuff of people uh like taking pictures and stuff of what they were doing so the anticipation for us to actually finally get there was a lot. And another thing about our family was we mentioned this before, but we'll reiterate it that we did not look, see, watch spoilers. None of us had seen what the attractions were like. We knew kind of about one of them, not the new one, but the old one we knew like we heard about it was what it was about, but we didn't know ins and outs of it yeah even the area itself like we would avoid watching anything with that like i think we mentioned we watch it like the disney insider or uh, imagineering and we actually skipped those points of those episodes or those episodes completely just so we didn't get that spoiler before we got there so oh. mm, it, totally. it was all like and you would we'd hear things but we did look at we didn't search it out um, on purpose kind of like what we're doing with marvel right now is we're not we're not looking at the avengers 
we're just not doing that. I've seen a few pictures, but nothing like that I've gone to look at. No ride throughs of Spider-Man or anything like that. So, yeah, nothing like that. Even people post videos. I'm like, ah, look away. That type of thing. So I don't actually see it. Yeah, we kind of like to save that for the time when we actually get there in that experience. That first reactions, I guess we'd like to keep them as real as possible. Um, so we try our best to do that. So we had to literally, we knew how to get our boarding group. We knew that that was an attraction we wanted to ride. And besides that, the rest of Galaxy's Edge to us was a mystery. We did know, that being said, we did have reservations for lunch because, again, that was something we just, as Starf wars fans uh, we needed to do so we did that and then from our getting as soon as the rope drop opened and the park opened we head directly for galaxy's edge so in disneyland galaxy's edge is off of critter country like and Frontierland. so kind of there's kind of two entrances into galaxy's edge we headed through Frontierland. is it past big thundy manda Yes, past Big Thundy. It's been a, it's been a while. We only passed so you walked past Big Thundy. There's another way to get through, and it's kind of by the Hungry Bears through Critter Country to get there is the other way. We went the top route past Big Thundy. I feel like you're higher and you go down kind of into it in some ways. Um, and then we so we walked in. We were walking towards it, and we were all I think we were all super excited. We were walking really fast because I think we we're just all excited. If I recall, yes. Um, I Emma took a video. My daughter took a video of us entering in for the first time, and everyone is just like, as soon as you start walking towards it, like you go under the railroad tracks. Obviously, so you have to go under the railroad tracks, like through a little tunnel, and then you come out on the other side, and there's like a moisture farm kind of deal. And then you start looking up and there's like buildings and like, um, like the flags for like the empire and stuff like that. So like immediately, as soon as you get out, uh, from underneath the, um, railroad tracks through the tunnel, you're like, okay, here we are. And I think we're all just like, it took us a good, what, 10, 15 minutes. We just stopped and just looked around like, yeah. And all just like took it in because it's uh, Galaxy's Edge is its own land. So in the Star Wars universe, it is not part of a a known planet or a known settlement that has already been discovered by Disney, it, by Disney, by Star Wars characters. It's one that they've created just for Galaxy's Edge. So it's it takes all the good parts of other things, but. It's not something that is like, oh, this is supposed to be an exact replica of Curacao, as an example. That would be a hard represent. That would be really hard. <laughs> Curacao is not a good example. <laughs> Here's Endor. No, they should. What they should? They could have tried to do um, Tatooine. That would be maybe doable. That's probably des- the only. The only. It's place. a little desert-like. Tatooine yeah. would be very. That's bore- true. It'd be very <laughs> blank. Sandy, big hills. Um, 
yeah they could have done excitement yeah they could have done something like that but they decided to go and like kind of go out of canon and create a new location so it's not unlike anything unlike but it is like i think that was uh, the best idea actually because then it feels like you are sort of in your own star wars adventure like you now are like and they really do try to make that um seem like that's what's happening in ways that only disney can so like as soon as you get in there you're like i have left disneyland and i am now in a galaxy far far away like on my own little adventure right so i i really like that i think that was a good option yeah um from everything from like the cast members costumes and their name tags aren't the same as anywhere else in disneyland they are specific to galaxy's edge to the point of if you ask a cast member where something is outside of galaxy's edge they um might look at you weird they will eventually answer you because they are but they will be in good show as all of our disney people say and continue on the story like you are talking about something foreign to them that they've never heard of so if i went in there and asked them where cinderella's castle was they would be like what are you talking about you crazy (laughs) crazy person (laughs) like how do i get to it's a small world what's a small world that's literally Mm -hmm. totally would not know um what you're talking about just to play up that show so it's amazing so once you walk in we see to the right um when we under we walked in there was the what is well looks like a well it is a ship slash stage right to the right hand side um which has a ship on it a spacecraft if we would like to call it i'm sitting there if from the empire and as amanda said there was flags and that type of thing if i recall correctly there was also stormtroopers up above Mm. yes just there in the area making statements comments (laughs) about us below um and then there's also a gift shop i think that was our first thing we did was we walked into the gift shop because who doesn't Mm -hmm. want more star wars stuff in their life this is a very much an empire gift shop it has lots of empire stuff it's the first order cargo so definitely if you're looking for some rebel stuff you're not going to find it in here Sorry. No, you're gonna, they're very loyal to the Empire. In this <laughs> That's <shop. right. laughs> So that is uh, where you can find that that stuff and that information there. The, again, like Disney does it well. Uh, the buildings are very themed. They do not look like buildings that we would like think of as big boxed structures. You, Disney themes well. The ground is themed with, you know, Star Wars like ground with like tracks from droids and stuff on the ground, like it's in the mud. Yes. Um, to the left hand side, is it right on the left hand side there? There's a little pathway, and then across the pathway, there is a stand that sells everybody's favorite, um, which is the milk options, whether you want blue milk or green milk. You can get it there from the milk stand. I don't I don't think I had any actually. Did you have blue milk or green milk? I don't think I had any. I or maybe tasted we bought it. a couple, but we shared them. No, we didn't buy milk there. We did not buy milk at the 
with the stand, the milk stand. It is just really called the milk stand. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Um, at the milk stand, no, the kids had they had colored milk at the cantina. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah, right. We didn't buy any from the milk stand, a blue milk or green milk. Um, they all, they both had blue milk. So I tasted their blue milk. I think, I recall. I recall. I didn't think. I recall that immensely, Amanda. There are more Disney set pieces around. Like they, like it looks like they were meant there. You know, cargo case type things all around. So if you keep walking straight, the next big building you're going to hit is the one we just mentioned, which is the cantina. So it's on to the right hand side. It's big, circular. Looks like a. Always has a lineup because it's the cantina. Um, we went there for lunch slash snack time just to have the experience. Yes. It was would, really cool. Would we do it again? Probably. Yes. Maybe. Just a different time of the day. Maybe. We went around lunchtime. It was busy. But we didn't know what to expect, really. Yeah, that's true. Um, it was cool. Large part at this point in time, like it might get quieter over the time. It's probably different now due to COVID. They try to pack as many people in as possible. Yeah, because it's a it's supposed to be a cantina, right? So they're trying to they're not trying to make it like like a sit down, quiet kind of restaurant place. It's a cantina. Like we like if you think Star Wars, um, where Han shot first. Just kidding. Um, but if you think cantina from <laughs> Star Wars like that's it's gonna be busy there's gonna be lots of people it's gonna be loud it's supposed to be that atmosphere right so yeah it is that atmosphere we got they will either seat you in a a, a, a booth or a stand you at a table or we got stood at the bar as our location of choice i was happy with the bar because it was a fun at there's so much to see standing at yes. the bar. yeah totally um, sitting down would have been fun because it was our lunch kind of break time and we stood through it rather than sitting through it. So yeah. um, if it is somewhere where you want to take a, if you're looking for somewhere to take a break, go eat food at, in Star Wars, like at the quick service, I would recommend over hoping that you're going to sit at the cantina because there's yeah. no guarantees. You get fun. Of course it's Star Wars. So just like, Anything else you would think of? None of nothing is going to be like you think it would. You you're not going to walk in there and ask for a coke. No, you're not going to get one. <laughs> you will not get one. It's not a thing. You have to get something different. <laughs> so they have different options at that for alcoholic and non-alcoholic beverages, and all fun mm-hmm. choices. Yeah. So as I said, the kids. Both of the kids that we had with us, both of your kids that we had with us, the kids, your kids, the teenagers, both, they decided on blue milk for their beverage of choice. Yes. Um, I'm not, I cannot remember what Jeff got for the life of me. He probably got something alcoholic. I think he got some sort of beer, but not beer because he's a beer guy. Um, you and I got the same beverage, didn't even know it because we had kind of split us. They split us kind of in three and three. So they took three yeah. of our orders together and then took. 
So it was me, Jeff, and Aiden kind of together, and you, Emma, and your husband. So we ended up ordering the same beverage and not realizing it till afterwards. Which was... I can't remember the name of it. Me neither. But it was fizzy. <laughs> That's all I remember. It was fizzy. And it and smoked. It smoked. And it made your lips feel tingly. Yes, it did. I could not feel my lips. It was really weird. <laughs> and I, I don't know why. I don't know why. Like, like tingly. Mm-hmm. Um, and they told you just not we weren't allowed to inhale the smoke because the other thing don't inhale yes, don't the inhale smoke. the smoke I'm like okay I'll try not to so That's whatever chemistry thing. that they were putting in it you were not supposed to inhale that smoke um, yeah but we had an, and then we had some like a charcuterie board with some snacks on there Yeah, it was the experience was with it so they have music um but not a cantina band because there's no way they could do that unless they do it fully animatronic. They had a they have a droid DJ, yeah, which was also just fine. Like he was funny, so it was good. Yeah, the bar and behind the bar is all sorts of things that you've never seen before. Yes, like crafts and tubes and bottles and all sorts of fun things to look at yeah 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 so we highly recommend it we probably do it again but just as like oh we're just going here for a a a snack or a drink or something yeah not like a this will replace our lunch because it wasn't enough to replace our lunch so yeah we made but that's okay we just had more disney snacks that day that's true but it was a good... We enjoyed our time in the cantina. Yeah, we did. Um, they l- were limiting the amount of time you could be in the cantina because they don't want people sitting there all day. Obviously, it's highly sought after. And when I say I have a huge lineup, like, there's a huge lineup. Yeah. Even if you have a reservation, you have to stand in the lineup to yes. find room for you. So, yeah. So that's a cantina. So then after the cantina, you go like just around the corner a little bit and you come into this open space and right in the middle of that is the Millennium Falcon. And let me tell you, that was like the most exciting thing in quite some time, I think, is seeing the Millennium Falcon in person. Like I don't, I was like, well, we're all taking pictures and... We got a picture taken there because that's a photo op, obviously. Um, But yes, it was super exciting. Like, I was excited. Besides going to see, like, the last time I feel like I felt that same excitement was um, when we did the Harry Potter studio tours in at the end. Yes. That's the same feeling that I got. Yes, totally. I don't want to ruin the Harry Potter studio tours, but the end of the, if you've never done it in England, highly recommend it at the Warner Brothers studio. Um, but that last moment there is like, was the same feeling as seeing Millennium Falcon for the first time. Or yes. if you similarly going to Universal Studios and seeing Hogwarts for the first time. Yes. Similar feeling. <laughs> 
These are all good things. It's like when when something comes to life, something that you have seen in like a movie or a book or something, and you're like, okay, and then you see it in real life. Ah, it kind of like when we went to Sherlock Holmes' house too. I was thinking about that the other day because we've been watching Sherlock with our kids. And so when I when we went to London and we went to uh, to Baker Street and we went into the Sherlock Holmes apartment and it's uh, it's the same thing. Yeah, it's like when you're seeing something for the first come to life yeah. that you've seen in movies, you thought about in movies, you thought about in books, and then it becomes a f- into fruition in your front of you that's what it was so yeah seeing the millennium falcon as i said our full family got our picture taken in front of it that was the first thing we're like we need a picture and luckily enough with disney photo pass photographers i know we don't shout you out enough on our podcast um they're around and they're amazing they will take a photo for you and put it on a photo pass or give you your device and they'll take it on your device um but um that's pretty amazing pretty epic thing so seeing the millennium falcon and it's huge it really is huge like the amount of space that that ship takes up yeah they didn't they didn't like i mean yes it's not as big as it probably would be in real life i get that but they still made it pretty large like for yeah. for something that's not like a real thing like yeah, it's not a real thing <laughs> it's not gonna take off and go to space guys like it's not <laughs> it's just you a, don't need, it's just a prop but you, it's you really don't cool even, you don't even go in it right no. like similar to i'm like it, it gives me the similar vibes of the hogwarts express that used to be it still is at universal in orlando um on the islands of adventure side where like it was just the engine of the Hogwarts express that you could just take your picture with. That's all it was there for. Like they're, it's a big prop just to be there for, to look at. Cause you can't go in it. You can't walk on it. It's cornered off. You can't even go underneath it. It's just there. And you want to take pictures with it. Yes. Um, it does. It is there also because it leads into behind it is the sh- the entrance of the attraction for the Millennium Falcon. So there is that attraction that is Millennium Falcon based that is right behind um, where the Millennium Falcon is. So um, there is a p- purpose to it, but it's not it's not like there for no reason at all. So you go behind it, and there is one of the best attractions in Galaxy's Edge. <laughs> um, she's talking about Smuggler's Run. Thank you. Right behind it, it's called Smuggler's Run. I cannot um, remember the name of it for all the price wars in China right now. Uh, I will say this Run. about Smuggler's Run. Um, when we were there, there was no fast passes. So... Uh, it is quite a long line because we had to wait in line and we're our fast pass gurus. So we don't like to wait in line unless we absolutely have to. But in this line, like in this ride attraction, you have to actually wait in line. So, I mean, the theming in the line is fine. I mean, there are parts of it that aren't amazing, but, but, 
uh, there's lots that you can see in the line. So it's fine. It's fine. Everything is fine. <laughs> she sounds confused. That sounds like she's kidding. It's fine. It's just fine. It's fine. It's not the best line, but it's not the worst line. There's stuff you can see, but it's fine. Yeah, it's... Um, Compared to other attractions, it's not the worst line to stand in, but it is not always exciting. There is um, the interactive feature in Galaxy's Edge. If you, uh, through the My Experience app at Disney, there is an interactive adventure game that you can do on your phone that you have to look for certain things while you are in line. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. That actually does save you some time. Or it doesn't save you time. Let me, let me, let me back up. Because when we talk about, um, when we talk about Rise of the Resistance, um, that line is also long, <laughs> long line. Um, so having that thing to do, it doesn't save time, but it does give you something to do. Yeah. So it is all around Galaxy's Edge. So it's not just in lines. Um, we had to, one day we had to hang out in Galaxy's Edge because someone's husband got addicted to it and wanted to complete it all. I won't mention any names. <laughs> I don't have a husband, so it wasn't me. Um, <laughs> oh. And he really wanted to do it. But that's not, that's okay. He's a big, big Star Wars fan. So we let him do what he wanted to do. But it's it it gives you something to do in line because there is some stuff that you have to do while you're waiting in line. So um, that's fine. There is a room. Uh, this I do have a picture of. There is a room which has like a ship in it that's being worked on and stuff, which is kind of cool. Um, so that's kind of fun to look at. But really, it's okay. It's just a long line. Like you have to wait it. You have to be put on your patient's pants. Don't put on Eventually, your patience pants. Eventually you get you move from a room and then you move into like a gathering area, which is a cool idea, Disney. Yeah. I just wish we got to spend more time in that area. Me too, because that gathering area, as soon as you walk in, you're like, oh my goodness, I want to be here. And for longer. And then you get whisked out right away. <laughs> like I could have spent really an do. hour here. This would have been fine. <laughs> yeah. They gather you in an area and then you get split off. Like you're, okay, what it is for those Disney notes, you're grouped and then you're like in this group, you're grouped and then they let you kind of mingle, but then they pull your groups again. So it's that grouper that they let you mingle and then you go where you need to go into your own things to do your thing. And then be done the thing. We are not giving them any spoilers about this, so uh, it's sorry. It's very. This ride is very interactive. So yeah. if you think you're going to get on it and be like just on a ride, you need to do some work. So be prepared. It's also an an, an adventure that you're an attraction. You're going to want to ride again. Mm-hmm. I think we rode it four or five times. Yes, I think we did. Because we had to all. We all wanted to do things, so. But it is a long, long lineup. Just pointed that out. Yes, it was very long, but it's worth it. 
So yeah, um, for this ride, this attraction, and the other attraction, um, as a uh non able body yeah, <laughs> mobility issues there's no stairs in this attraction i did i was on a scooter and rode through the regular queue line so i don't even have to switch and go a back way i can go right get the attraction like everybody else does which is which is great that not saying like getting to go the back way and cutting out some of the line is isn't always great, but then you miss stuff, and this way you are inclusive all around for um anybody. So just have to be able to transfer from wheelchair scooter into a ride vehicle, and then they take care of everything else. They still split us off because one way I guess was easier. I don't know. We went to a special one. I think it was just the area that the scooter parking was easier. Yeah, I think I feel like that's what it is. How the accessibility for getting you on and off your scooter or wheelchair or whatever would probably yeah. depend on what what gathering room you're let into. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> Yeah, so there's that, but there but it was a f- fun enjoyable yeah it's lots of fun lots yeah. of fun um the other thing we were just going to talk about before we probably split this into a second episode because we're just so chatty there is one other kind of not one other kind of area there is another lovely store that we wanted to point out which is um which is pretty like epic epic what do you call it epic i would call it epic it's epic definitely epic if you are going towards the once you guys see the millennium falcon if you go to your left and you go up a little ramp is where this store is it's up like um up a ramp on another level it's very hilly i I should mention as well it is very hilly in galaxy's edge it's not in disneyland i can't speak for disney world in disneyland Galaxy's Edge is quite hilly. Yeah. So there is a store called Dork Onders. Dork Onders? Dork Onders? Yes. Dork Onders. Dork Onders. I'm sorry. Dork Onders Den of Antiques. No antiquities. That's what I was going to say. Antiquities. And I'm like, antiques does not antiquities. You're right. And um, when you walk into this place, first of all, you walk in. And it doesn't look like it's anything. <clears throat> you walk in and it's actually like a, a cement wall in front of you. And yes. then you walk in the door, there's a cement wall, you have to go right or left. Yes. So you choose left, you choose right. Um, and then you walk in and when you walk into is a den of antiquities. So it is a merchant, another merchandise store. But like... Disney wouldn't just do a regular merchandise store, right? As we know. It has so many cool things in that store. Again, it was another store. I think we spent like 15, 20, 30 minutes just in. Totally. Just because there's just so much to look at. So you could buy almost anything your little Star Wars heart has wants at this location. It's true. If you could dream it, it's there. 
Um, and on top, kind of behind the, it's a, it's behind the registries. There is Dork at Dork Anders sitting, and then he has all sorts of Star Wars props in a cage around him. So of all sorts yes. of antiquities type things. So think about it. You'll find it. Um, I just remember just being, again, another thing, just like another reason why Disney does Galaxy's Edge so well and why we love it so much is, again, you feel like you're in a movie. Like, it's not just a store. They could have just did a store, put some merchandise in it, and just that was it. Right? They did not have yeah. to put the amount of stuff that you find in that in there. Yeah. The attention to detail is impressive. Um, and again, we've said this before, but when you are in any place, whether it's outside walking around galaxy's edge, or you're going into a store like this antiquity store, um, always looking up because there is a lot to see always. So don't forget to look up. Like if you want to Google it, Google it, look at pictures if you want spoilers, if you've never been. Um, but if you've been, you'll understand what we're talking about. It just is like the amount of stuff to go, oh, there, look at that. Oh, there's that. And um, because it is an, a foreign location, they can still make things up, right? So, yeah, totally. It's unbelievable. Um, and that, I think that we went into that store like multiple times. Yeah, we did. There's lots I wanted to buy in there, but most of it was like collector's stuff that was really expensive. So I looked at it. Mm, there's no reason we needed to walk out with a with a bounty hunter helmet for no reason. Right. Yeah, the, exactly. You could become a Mandalorian yourself. Doo-doo-doo, right? Um, yeah. yeah, so there's lots of stuff in this, lots of things in that store. I did not walk out with any of them, but they are more the collector's type merchandise in that store. Of yeah, you're like I've always wanted one of these type stores. Yeah, totally. Um, now that you're an adult, it just doesn't seem worth it. But when you were a kid, you always wanted a Jedi robe or not. Where would I wear it? <laughs> I just walk around in the house with my Jedi robe. Just with my hood dinner. up. Yeah. Over my eyes. And then I just. Yeah. When don't you need a Jedi robe? That's maybe, maybe the better question. Yeah. <laughs> Royal events, <laughs> weddings, funerals. You just wear it all the time. Anytime I need to be dressed up, got my uh, Jedi robe on. That's know? right. Um, christenings bar mitzvahs i'm just gonna listen to any <laughs> any occasion any, any special events oh man yes um, yeah it's really cool um we're gonna stop here though because we've only literally touched half not even half a quarter <laughs> a big chunk about half it's i would say it's about half. Um, so we'll stop here and we'll continue on on our next episode with the second part. Um, so uh, stay tuned for that. But we'll jump to some Disney news. Yes, Disney news. I was just going to point out just Disney Plus news. If you have not been watching the book of Boba Fett, it's talking about Star Wars, 
Highly recommend it, though I did text my sister this week and said that was the least Boba Fett I've ever seen in an episode of the Book of Boba Fett. So um, it's a very good episode this week, but if you've seen it, you're giggling and going, yeah, I never thought about it. Or you had. Um, but yeah, highly recommend it. The Disney News, though. Do, do, do. Um, the big, big news of the day, the week, is the new anniversary for the 30th anniversary of Disneyland Paris. So we were there for the 25th anniversary of Disneyland Paris, Manda. Crazy that's hard that to believe. <laughs> I was gonna say that's weird. Uh, <laughs> and now they're 30, turning 30 five years later, which means we were at Disneyland Paris five years ago, or was it the 20th anniversary? No, it was the 20th anniversary of Disneyland. I was gonna say, Paris. I think it's been longer than that. Yeah, yeah, it's the 20th anniversary. You're right, not the 25th. I was at the 25th anniversary of J- Japan, that's what I was at. And you were at the 20th anniversary of Disneyland Paris, which makes you feel old every time we talk about it. And now they're selling, it's 10 years later, they're celebrating their 30th. Nice. Um, and also the big hubbub this week, talking about that, is Stella McCartney made Minnie Mouse a pantsuit. Yes, I heard about that and I saw it. I mean, well, people have done renderings of it. It what looks, do you think? I Minnie Mouse can wear a dress or pants. I don't care. Why is this I a big know. deal? <laughs> it was a big deal, though. Online. It was a big deal. It has been the hubbub of the week. I don't know. You can all of our listeners, if you want to let us know what you think about her pantsuit. I think it's yeah. super cute. I would wear it. I think so too. She's mo- really she's fun. a modern lady. She can wear exactly. She doesn't have to wear a dress any longer. She can wear pants if she wants. You do you, Minnie. You do you. If Disney cast members can have facial hair, she can wear a dress. Exactly. Come on. Move on with the ages. Um, that's kind of part of the, the Disney pairs. The other thing that everybody's been talking about is the droid show that they're going to have a, a, a pre-show to the... Um, Fanta- the sorry not fantastic Ill- illuminations for their anniversary at Disneyland Paris so that looks pr- like it's going to be super cool to have a droid show so it's- yeah um, and also everybody's talking about how it's better than Walt Disney World's 50th but I don't know we'll have to wait and see when actually all <laughs> comes about yes no judgment less judgment here for me so yeah droids in a pre-show will be really cool yeah flying up there in the air not actually not actual well no not actual star wars droids but those flying things that we call droids yes um yeah so that's kind of our disney news i don't think there's anything else that no not really i think that's about it that's the biggest thing was the the mini mickey 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 mouse pantsuit no mini mouse pantsuit mickey already wears pants yes just in case case you forgot mickey wears wears pants pants. (laughs) it would be a big deal if like donald duck started wearing pants why doesn't Donald Duck? No, I saw a meme where someone was like, "Does this? Are they going to do something?" <laughs> someone said, "I don't care about Minnie Mouse wearing pants, but can we please give Winnie the Pooh pants?" 
<laughs> Straight up. When the poo doesn't have pants on, he just goes a shirt. Donald Duck also doesn't wear pants, and he only wears a shirt as well. It's true. So I feel like let's start, you know, small. let's start let's start dressing the actual characters that should be wearing pants before we attack <laughs> Minnie wearing pants. Exactly. <laughs> let's attack the the nudity, really, in <laughs> Disney characters. Oh man. <laughs> New headline: Disney nudity. Woo! <laughs> um, a whole expose episode all about that. No, just joking. Um, but yeah, pants. Uh, pants. Yes. Yeah, um, there was. <laughs> who knew? Pants. <laughs> There's so much controversy. Um, yeah. Let us know uh, if you like mini in pants or not or you like them i think they're cute but well don't let us bias you you go take a look yourself and let us know um and we will come back next time and finish talking about galaxy's edge we'll try our best but it is we've been saving up on purpose because it's a lot it's a lot it's not really most people might not be as much as it is for us but for us it's a lot yeah it's the deep love totally um, so please feel free to follow us on uh, Instagram, Facebook, um, at Buena Vista and Main Street, and then you will not miss an episode. You can subscribe to us anywhere you get your podcasts, um, and you won't miss an episode that way either. Yes. Well, thanks for listening. As we said, mm-hmm. let us know about those pants. Yes. Yeah. No, maybe snow. I don't know. <laughs> I like them. Um, but yeah, we'll talk to you we'll talk at you not talk to you because we can't do that uh, next time yeah so gather up all your personal belongings including those lightsabers and please exit to the left and have a magical day <laughs>